welcome everyone to Bloom. My name is Amanda, the host of this podcast, and I will be interviewing the women leaders and influencers of the world. I will be discussing with them about their trials and tribulations of how God has cultivated them to be the leader or influencer of the world. So if you feel called to leadership or in business or influencer, whether it be a podcast or Instagram, this is the place where you should be. And if not, still, you can sit back and laugh and enjoy the wisdom that will be poured out of each and every one of our guests. So let's go ahead and get started. Shalom, everyone. Welcome back to Bloom. This week, co-host is... Zoe Moultrie. She is a young, beautiful woman of God who is already making noise, bringing truth in a very tangible way through her podcast, Oprah Room with Zoe. She is also an influencer on Instagram. She also has her own business called Art of the Waste, all while being a junior getting her nursing degree from Columbia College. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, how are you? I'm so delighted to be here with you today. Oh, I am so excited and thank you so right. much for taking out the time, girl, at your busy, busy schedule to be here. <laughs> yes, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. So we're going to go ahead and just dive in with however Holy Spirit just leads you, girl. You just okay. put it out there, okay? So okay. how did you know that you were loved by God um, when you were young? Um, or did you know? I don't think that I knew the whole thing. I knew that in some weird way that there was something more. I didn't know what it was. I didn't, um, I had no clue, literally no clue what it was, but I knew that there was something more. I knew that there was something special that would, it would have to come to me. I wouldn't be able to, as a young kid, quite seek it just yet or even understand what's going on. So at a young age, I've always had, um, you know, people instill certain things into me, but it wasn't until um, you getting up in age and wanting that hunger, but not knowing where that hunger is coming from, um, that I knew the, the love of God for my own self. So just feeling that naturally and like the spirit is hungry and feeling that, it, but not understanding where it's coming from. I think I knew then that it was divine intervention at that point of my life it was completely divine intervention wow that is so powerful so when you were young you had this like like this hunger this thirst for something Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's I knew I knew it was something more but it was literally I, I had no clue what it was I didn't know how to get it I didn't understand it but I knew it was something I just couldn't put my finger on it. And then when divine intervention started happening, you know, even beginning of this year, when I started to feel it, um, I knew like, okay, this is Christ. This is God all the way. Like, this is what I've been feeling since I was a little girl. This is the, this is, this was what I was missing. This was what, this was my missing piece of the puzzle that I knew was missing, but didn't understand what it was. So, yeah. Well, I don't think I've ever heard anyone actually say that when they were young. Yeah, that's so interesting. So you have people planting seeds and watering the seeds mm-hmm. growing up. Yeah, growing up, um, we went to church off and on, but uh, I had a grandma that was very actively in church. Uh, my granddad was a 
a reverend and, you know, my grandma's the first lady. So we went to their church and I went to Bible study as a kid, um, you know, just, you know, putting little connections together here and there, but still not understanding the full revelation. I hear people that say like, you know, I encounter God at nine. I encounter God at this age and this age. I didn't get my full encounter seriously until 21. So, um, but I knew that, that this was what the seeds were coming up to. This was what was being watered as a kid. Mm. And when the intervention happened, I, it was full faith. I, I couldn't deny it. There, I, it wasn't a, oh, I, you know, brush it off. It was none of that. It was full on. This is Christ, my Lord and Savior. Let's go. Let's get it. Like, I'm done. I'm done playing with the world. I'm done. Let's, let's go. <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah, I always say when people always ask me, like, what made you? And I'm like, he called and I mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. literally when he says I'm knocking at the door, it's literally that mm-hmm. him knocking at the door mm-hmm. to our souls. Like, let me yes. in. Let me yes. do it. Let me water. Let me mm-hmm. cleanse that. Let me bind those wounds. Let me do all these things to show yeah. you what you've been missing. Yeah. And it was, uh, it, it's, it's such a, it's so divine to where nobody can ever deny it because even throughout the years, God is so tailored to us. He knows how to knock. He knows what to get to you. So you can understand that this is, this is it right here. And the knocking was so, it felt critical. It felt like a, it felt like my spirit needed it. It felt, it just, it's so hard to explain, but it was more than, it's more than anything the world could ever give me. It was it was a, 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 a fulfillment that I needed, a fulfillment that I needed, and it was it was it was very dramatic. I would say that very dramatic, but I, I loved it. It was amazing when you had that connection, that intervention of like that divine, sacred, appointed time for him to mm-hmm. come to you. I mean, you. So with me, I could discern, right? Mm-hmm. Was like waking me up, like how you were saying your spirit. Like I could literally feel like someone was shaking my mm-hmm. spirit. I had no idea what it was though. And mm-hmm. it took a while. I mean, not too long, but it took about a good two months until I understood what was happening, right? Because mm-hmm. what the enemy was trying would, would do, right? Especially if you're ignorant and I didn't have as much um influence as you did. So I started going the other route, right? Because I was yeah, um, I had the, the opposite of influence, I'll say that. And mm-hmm. so I went the total opposite away of who Christ was, even to the fact of like, I, I denied him, right? Mm-hmm. Because I didn't know the things ignorantly. I, yeah, just all the darkness things, I went way too deep because I could literally feel like something was happening with my spirit, you know? Um, yeah. I stopped eating certain foods. That was one of the first things that actually happened um, to me was I stopped eating certain foods, Right. I think I'm the only person that ever happened to, but because I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I've never, that was my, that was my slowly, like my wake up call. That was like, mm-hmm. girl, that is rubber. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wendy's like, you know, but you know what it was? It's like, this is your temple. 
right? Yeah. And to pay attention to what we're putting in. And that was one of the first things that he started uh, dealing with me about was because it was my health was just not good. It was just not right. good. And so usually they say when you find crisis, when you're in that desperate uh, situation, was that like for yeah. you? Or was you just automatically, he called and you were like, nope, this is Jesus. Um, so weirdly enough was right before this, I would say, 2019 was the year I came in contact with Ms. Bernadette and her being a financial, my financial aid counselor and her being so faith-based driven, she was sowing seeds back and back, like, like crazy. And at that time I didn't really understand it. I would say the, the break of 20, was it 2020? My great grandmother had passed. And um, that was when, I felt the Lord dealing with me the most Wow! because her death was like, it was cause she was like the, the pinnacle of the family. Mm. Um, and so she passed, I stopped eating for like maybe two weeks. Like I didn't eat anything. Mm. Um, and that's when I knew that my spirit was, was hungry. And with that, I started watching more sermons and I couldn't understand why I started watching more sermons and that whole break, it was like Christmas break going into 2021. That whole break was when I knew something is calling me. I know it's not, I'm thinking at this point, I could have went the different direction, which was what my flesh wanted. Mm. But the spirit was moving so badly, like not badly, but it was moving so much to where the, the, the world wasn't even an option at this point. And so at that point, it felt like a death, like it felt like a funeral. It felt like me truly dying to my old self. And I knew that I had to die to my old self. And it was so dramatic <laughs> because it, it, it was like I'm attending the funeral. I'm grieving. I'm going through all the steps of grief out of my family. You know, they don't notice it. They don't see it. But I know I'm going through it because I'm in the room with the door closed all day knowing that I'm attending a funeral. And I don't know how my family's going to take it. I don't know how, how I'm going to receive it. But I knew that my spirit was definitely hungry. And I remember having a revelation and I was sleeping and Jesus just came out of my mouth. And it felt like something was shaking me literally like, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. And I got up and I was like, oh, this is the Lord. Like, I can't deny this. Like in that whole Christmas break, he just showed me his, he showed me his glory. He showed me his grace. He showed me so much within like that month and a half of being home outside of school. And I knew from then that's it. Bye-bye world. That's it. I've had my fun. The Lord is here. You got to go. And, and from there, it just, it's been unbelievable. Like even from me officially being saved this year, beginning of this year to me having a dream, him telling me to basically get baptized. And that's when I got baptized. So everything with him has been so, so timed and so um, step by step with me to where like, you know, like, it, you know, you know, you can like it and not like it, but this is the Lord, like full fledged. I can't deny any of this. And it's amazing. But I'll say the biggest thing he has has dealt with me now is probably music. Music is my yeah. problem. <laughs> yeah, music. Um, first of all, that was so powerful. Yeah. So powerful and so beautiful, right? Because you started, 
I okay because usually some people when Jesus they go into they get even get baptized like they're still mm-hmm. struggling with the lust of the flesh you know mm-hmm. they're still like one foot in one foot out but the fact that you knew that he came to you and showed up for you that way even when mm-hmm. you got baptized at church I wasn't there but I watched it online and I literally in, in the spirit it was like homecoming like yeah. I really what I discerned was just like a beautiful homecoming. I was like, okay, who's she? You know, because you know, mm-hmm. so there's certain there's every baptism is special, right? Mm-hmm. But each time I've seen baptism, it's something something significant to that person when they're baptized in the spirit. And that's literally what I discerned about you was just like a beautiful homecoming, like a beautiful ceremony that was taking place in the spirit, you know? And mm-hmm. the fact that the Lord again showed up for you like that, it just shows what you are actually called to do, you know? The yeah. way how powerfully he needed you to wake up right then and there. He says, I have souls for you. Mm-hmm. I have people that need you, the gifts and talents that I place inside of you, it's go time, right? Time is such as this, you know? And yeah, yeah, that was just so beautiful. So yeah, music, music was a struggle for me. I talked about it on part two, um, part one. Music was a struggle for me because I didn't understand, right? But what I did learn about when before I actually came to Christ, when he was waking up and I was into the uh, darkness side of spiritual stuff it's a different the different type of frequency in music yes it's it's a different it's a different type of sound a different type of frequency that they put in secular music and like our spirit depending on how sensitive you are in the spirit you'll be able to discern okay mm, no you know this not really good the lord had to show me that because i love music so much and i was really uh trying to fast from secular music and i was like i'm only going to listen to worship music but it was really hard for me but after i did it it was hard for me to go back to secular music so music was probably like the second or third thing that he actually dealt with me about and depending on your gifting um, (laughs) once you uh you know Depending on what certain gift you have, um, if you're able to see in the spirit or if he opens your eyes, you see certain things that have to do with music. You're going to be like, mm, no, I'm yeah. good. You know, I don't want to talk about, you know, people, but mm-hmm. yeah. it's not good. But when you yeah. to his 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 presence and you're just always staying in the spirit. Um, you'll be able to detect like this sound even in some worship music because not all even worship music gospel rap or whether is it christian christian rap or something like that mm-hmm. um in some christian rap i mean it's the beats the sounds or but what yeah. they're saying is good because some actually christian members like you can discern the anointing you can yes. really discern the anointing and some is just like mm, nope that's a no. yeah. <laughs> that's that's a no for me. But we want mm-hmm. to, you. Know, I think that's why I like Maverick City so much because it just it opens the door yes. for like the new kids generation to be able to like mm-hmm. hey, so party yeah. like vibe like you know. But mm-hmm. I do like uh, I I do love Maverick City. And even dealing with the music part, I remember God deals with me in dreams. So like if I'm referring to dreams, just know like the Lord did it. Okay. And even I had, I remember I had two dreams beginning of this year and it had to do with music and I'm not trying to call out um, 
you know, like the high names. I, I did. Like yeah, that. I feel you. I know. Mm-hmm. Right. It was, um, I would say this one girl group, um, this one female rap girl group and another artist. And, you know, they were singing the song, you know, it's about, you know, things that are completely different from the Lord. And he woke me up from a dream and I was like, okay, God. All right, I see, I see what you're saying. Cause the dream with the I'm dreaming song is playing in my dream. And I was like, you know, there was a specific lyric that, you know, came up. And I was like, okay, God, I see what you're saying. I'm gonna stop listening to him, right? Had another dream about another female artist. And in the in the song, she was like, you know, looking so good, it should be a sin, right? Mm-hmm. And that part played in a dream and God like literally woke me up from a dream. I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to give her up to you. All right. Who else? Who else? Who else you want me to go ahead and give up? So like, I just knew for a fact, like it ain't, it's not, it's not going to cut it, especially on this walk that God has me on. I can't be out here, Maverick City and somebody else and they clash and it's not going to work. It's not going to work. I mean, it's, it's, it's two different um, kingdoms, two different realms. And think about it. Yes, it is. I, I could, you know, really go in, but mm-hmm. we're to <laughs> I digress. <laughs> <laughs> because only because like he's by his grace that he's shown me so much because so me being an intercessor, I have to sometimes go in into spirit and handle mm-hmm. things because of what that type of music is out into this into the spirit. So yeah, it's yeah. it's really but going back to how he called you and mm-hmm. for a time as such as this. So with your podcast, right? Because your podcast is very powerful. It's so amazing for your generation. I mean, for them to be able to, the way that you speak about the scripture, it's so relatable. It's so tangible to other people. So how was Upper Room actually birthed? And what were the trials and tribulations that you went through to get it published? Actually, we were having, I think, like two-week prayer at church. And I just felt like I needed to do something like, you know, just to kind of make an impact or just to kind of have my hand in like, you know, like God wishes everybody to come into the kingdom that no one should perish. And I'm like, you know, I'm here. I, you know, I, I, I just got saved. And why not spread the news the best way I know how or, you know, the best way I feel like, you know, it could get to my generation or the masses I was like you know maybe I should do a podcast and going back and forth on that a couple weeks you know I decided to go ahead and do it and um I would say the biggest tribulate well um tribulation is feeling like um I don't have the right words to say or feeling like you know how would they take this because I just got to say, people might not think, you know, what I'm saying is credible because I, you know, I just, I just stepped up on the scene or just feeling like, how would that look on me or how would people, you know, take this? But I would say that the positive thing about it is I've got so much great feedback about it that it made me continue to push forward. Just knowing that there's unsafe people and unsafe people listening to it help me understand like there's something in this that people that aren't in the kingdom are wanting to hear it. People in the kingdom that aren't in the kingdom are that wants that wants to know what's going on and people that are in the kingdom that sees what's going on and, and understand it that's like you know keep going and keep doing it and the your generation needs this and it made me you know have a have an appreciation for the podcast and continue 
to do it amongst uh, this busy college crazy schedule that I have that's driving me up the wall. But it just made me, you know, appreciate the word even more and more. And it made me want to go deeper into it as well, just to figure out what is it? You know, like, what is it about this Holy Bible that brings people to it? Because it brought me to it. And like, what is it? Mm-hmm. So it, it may, it, it's, it's very fascinating just how it worked. It all came together, I would say, um, to sum it up. It all came together very well. Yeah, that is so, that is so good because that is kind of how you bring it together on your, on your uh, podcast. For one, you're reading it and you talk to your listeners as if they're like your homegirl, like your best friend, mm-hmm. but this is your Bible study. Right. Like it's literally like you're leading a Bible study Mm -hmm. through your podcast, but making it such in a relatable way that people from different demographics, right, are able to say or grasp hold of exactly what the scripture is saying. Right. That is what I love about it. Yeah. The way you break it down. And it, it has to be Holy Spirit because only Holy Spirit can give us revelations, you know? So mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter um, how long you've been saved. Some people do need the training. And like me, I totally different from me, but God is doing a new thing, you know? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> He's doing a new thing and you guys got it all together because it took me three years, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. To actually yeah. actually grab hold of and to receive and I still challenges still sometimes when I'm reading the Bible, but the fact that you're so hungry. Yeah. You're so hungry for the word, you're so hungry for the revelation and to get it out to people, you're definitely making an impact and leaving your footprint um upon the earth for everyone to be able to understand this um this the holy scriptures. And that to me is just so beautiful and I just love it. I just love yeah. it. Yeah. Thank you. It's it's been a process, but um, I'm happy that I was able to, you know, you know, bring it out. And I found it much harder to try to to, you know, make it a, a constructive piece by piece, a four piece soup and a chicken biscuit. Like it, it, it was so hard for me to, to try to make it this um, like this structured type of I could I could only operate it in a conversation podcast Mm -hmm. I couldn't operate it in this is this and then this is that and this is that I wanted it to be well me naturally being a conversation person I wanted it flowed to be more of a conversational podcast instead of it being um you know just me talking right bit by bit and especially I was honestly just talking to someone um yesterday um, our church, International Family Church, our mm-hmm. pastor, Pastor Nikki, I mean, when he teaches and preaches, I mean, you're getting meat. And I wondered, are people that are new, you know, comers that are babes, you know, are they mm-hmm. able to understand because they're getting meat when they should be sucking milk? But the way that he breaks it down, mm-hmm. has the screens, and he literally goes from, like, it's, it makes it so much simple you know, mm-hmm. you think that you're getting milk. No, but you're getting full course meal here. Yes. <laughs> Chicken and broccoli and beef and <laughs> rice and gravy. Yes. <laughs> it, it, it is full course. It is full on. Like you think the train is, you know, going slowly, but the train is like, full, you know, full <laughs> speed of head. And, and um, yes, he's very, 
is very advanced. And I think that's one part that I like that because it's, it's I, I like that part. I really, I really do, especially on the how God brought me in was very fast track anyway. So like coming to IFC was like, oh, okay, cool. All right. Okay. Okay. I got that. Like, I understand that. Okay. Y'all have to explain that a little bit, but okay. I think I got it. So yeah, it's very fast paced. I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. But I do better at teaching because I don't, I didn't live, like I was raised in the church, but not that type of uh, church mm-hmm. setting. And so when I would go to other churches and they were like preaching these things, I'm like, what does this word mean? Like, I don't even understand like what's happening. Like I needed Mm -hmm. someone to like break, I needed a teacher of the word to like break it down for me and say, Mm -hmm. Hey, instead of using these like church words that I've never heard of and you know, it just made it so confusing (laughs) for me. Mm -hmm. Yes. So how other areas um, is God calling you to influence your generation? Um, so definitely the podcast. And I would say, here's the funny part. So a couple weeks ago, I went, I think we, I talked to you about this maybe now. Um, but a couple weeks ago, I uh, went with one of my friends to the dentist's office and the lady was, um, you know, had a mini Bible that had little scriptures in it. And I was like, you know, what book of the Bible are you reading? And she was just explaining, like, you know, she just prays for everybody that comes in the door. And I was like, oh, that's beautiful. Wow. And um she was like, are you a minister? And I was like, no, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> and she was like, you know, you should take that to God and, you know, pray about it. And I was like, Lord, I walked out, I, I walked out of the building. I was like, Lord, we ain't discussed this. I don't know what this lady's talking about, but Lord, you ain't said nothing to me about ministry. And, um, just a couple of days ago, I was sitting and talking to a friend and we were just talking about, you know, our life as, you know, young women in relationships and just getting through life, getting through college. And it became me ministering to her mm-hmm. on accident, mm-hmm. literally on accident. And she was just like soaking it up and taking it in. And later on that night, we were, you know, talking and hanging out and we was watching this sermon and the lady was just, you know, basically preaching. And she was preaching. And I remember thinking like, you know, am I being like, am, like, Lord, are you calling me to this? In the same time she said that she was like, Lord, this, she was like, this message is for you. So like something dropped in her spirit to tell me something at the same time I was thinking. And I was like, hold on now, <laughs> Lord, what you saying? So like, um, I feel like maybe um, God is kind of calling me to ministry, you know, to young women in some type of way. Um, just because when that conversation, you know, when that comes up, I'm, I flow so easily and that atmosphere is so natural. So um, that is probably something else that I would have to look into and pray about because um, it's a new season and he's doing something different. Okay. And I'm trying to catch up. <laughs> Girl, he's, 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 my Abba is showing out and, you know, yes. I'm trying to keep up to par. I'm, you know, I'm, I don't want to be, you know, behind, you know, I need to be beside mm-hmm. you, you know, or yes. a little bit behind you so I can follow you. But I could so mm-hmm. see you ministering. And um, I do not doubt if you are called to that. I mean, ministry is, in, you can ministry in your home, but specifically you just being on campus and especially girls that are going through 
um, and nursing programs are is super stressed out. I'm sure they battle with depression and all of these things. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if God is leading ministers, especially uh, your generation, your, your the people, your classmates, or even, you know, just walking on campus. I mean, you're literally yeah. the light. You're, you, you know, be the hands and feet um, to Jesus as well. I mean, you have a different perception, you know, like, hey, I, and of course, I'm like, yeah, I know you're battling with depression, but you could be praying for them or, you know, whatever the how the Holy Spirit leads. I would not be shocked if he was like, yeah, this is yeah. I love ministering. Yeah, that is my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's it flows so natural to the point to where I was talking to her and I was like, I was like, is, is God calling me from nursing to like being a minister? Like, I'm just confused. I'm like, Lord, Lord, what are you doing? Like, it's so many moving parts. But I'm definitely seeing how the Lord is maneuvering that into, um, you know, just my atmosphere. And it's another another bubble in my mind that's like, OK, I, I, I cultivated this. Now I've got to cultivate that. And, you know, how am I supposed to move, move, you know, this in this way? And it's very interesting. I'm excited. But I always want it, I always want everything to come naturally. I don't want to feel like anything's forced. I don't want to put myself out there and I, you know, now, now I'm here looking crazy. So I'm <laughs> definitely, yeah, see, yeah. And, you you know, know, walking into a whole calling that ain't for you. <laughs> yeah, I yes, I, I, I don't got time for that. You know what I mean? So <laughs> definitely um, getting into my word more, I found it more difficult now just because it's finals and my phone. <laughs> You know, um, but just knowing that, like, this is a new season. It's time to go deeper. He's calling you and he's calling you for so much more than what, you know, I even thought for myself. So knowing that it's time to get deeper, like it's time to, like, drop the anchor. It like we don't like it's, you know, playtime is over. Yeah, um, I, I told Carlos, my husband last night, I said, you know, I just want to let you know that, you know, God's not playing. <laughs> like, I mm-hmm. want you to understand that there are souls that are coming, like this mass awakening that is yes. coming. And he's counting on us, his people, mm-hmm. to be able to equip them, to be able to teach them, to be able to minister to them, to be able to, you know, pray over them, to lay hands on them. Like he's, this is what he's preparing his his bride, his church for. And mm-hmm. we have to be ready. Like he's not, you know, just like he wasn't playing with us or when, you mm-hmm. know, that he will leave the 99 to chase the one. He's talking about us, but he's talking about those other ones as well. So Mm -hmm. I I could definitely see you doing both, um, being a nurse. That actually is the perfect setup because people are in hospitals. Like they usually need that encouragement. Mm -hmm. They usually need to be uplifted. You know, they usually need to be prayed for. You know, they they don't feel like anyone even sees them because they're just so... Mm -hmm. Um, plagued with their situation. So, yeah. I mean, I think that's perfect, honestly. I, I mean, I could honestly see you, see you doing both, but you pray for that. Okay, you pray yeah, for that. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. What are some of the your dreams that you believe God is about to bring to reality? Ooh, that's a lot. <laughs> that's kind of deep. Um, <laughs> bring it to reality. Mm. Um. I would say um, just even my entrepreneurial, just that everything with being an entrepreneur and have my own business. I I see that coming into more of a 
more hands-on into more of a, um, a constant, you know, a constant thing. And that's one thing that I'm definitely excited about um, and staying consistent in that. I see me graduating. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I see me graduating um, and then heading off to nursing school, which is really, really, I'm really, really excited about that. I do see me, you know, putting out more podcasts, but I do see me will, more willing and more open, open to the ministry thing. And, you know, her even, you know, me and her talking about it, this happened Friday. So in the course of three days, I've, you know, thought so much about it to where if you want to have a conversation, cool, let's sit down, let's talk, let's bring out the Bible, let's bring out Jeremiah, okay, let's talk about David, and just, it just, just in, I don't know, it, it's, it's so much to where it, it's, it's overtaking my brain right now, but um, <laughs> just me being more open, just more healing coming my way, just more, more understanding, more wisdom, forgiveness, it's, it's so much more, it's, it's so much more and it's all working simultaneously because when I think he's doing something, he's doing a thousand more things all at one time. Okay. Um, so I, so it's a lot, <laughs> but I'm super excited about it. Yeah. And that's all that matters. I actually received a word um, the other day because God has birthed so many, so many of my dreams that he mm-hmm. gave me last year are now just like yeah. they're, you know, they are really coming to reality and just, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wow, God, you're so awesome. But I was yes. so into making sure, but almost forgetting the exciting part, you know, mm-hmm. when you get nervous about it, it's hard for you to be excited about it, you know? So yeah. that's so beautiful that you're excited to see um, where God leads you, especially with ministry. Yeah. I mean, I'm still nervous now. Like, you know, ain't going nowhere. <laughs> nervousness ain't with nowhere. I think it's just a part of like, okay, I'm finally starting to see it. But you know, when it's time to open the door, you want to be like, you sure, Lord, this mine? Right. You know what I mean? He's like, girl, open the door. Stop playing. So, <laughs> so um, just, just even that, like, because in my mind, I visualize so much. I visualize, you know, like finally being on the other end of, you know, the blessing and finally receiving it and being so humble and I'm able to preach and, you know, able to minister to people and able to be that light knowingly and unknowingly. I visualize that so much in that sometimes it's kind of hard to take in where I am now and how he's maneuvering through me now because I look so much at a finished product. Mm-hmm. And he's, I feel like he's taking me from a finished product to really honing in on what he's doing now, like every day, what he's doing. And it's an appreciation because I know what the finish line is going to be. You know what I mean? Like when they say it's a marathon, it's truly a marathon because with every step, there's something new with every step, you know, like you got to work on this or you perfecting that. You know, you may not see this as a blessing. You may see this rejection as, you know, um, a mistake, but like everything is coming together for the good. And I'm starting to see the excitement because, you know, I used to take rejection bad and I was just like, all right, cool. Boom. The Lord didn't didn't say I'm supposed to do it. Okay. I'm just not going to do it. So I'm just starting to appreciate where I am now and um, knowing that, like he said that he he leads, he he goes before us and he leads us on the way. So I'm like, OK, cool. Like, God, if you already done said yes on this, then it's a done deal. When it comes is when it comes. Like the, your time is perfect. So I'm not going to argue with you about it. There's something that I need to work on right now in order to get there. So let me focus on right here. Right. 
So it's, that's, it's like you're being settled in him. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Like you're literally just, you're content in your season Mm-hmm. And you know what he has for you is for mm-hmm. you, and you you, yeah. I, you just um. But it's so beautiful. It's, I, I see. I literally see you like nestling up into his arms. Yeah, in the father's arms, just being so content of just being with him and in him. Um, mm-hmm. But you're just literally just settling, trusting him with your dreams, trusting him yeah. with um, everything that he has for you. I just yeah. literally just being settled in him. Yeah, beautiful. Mm-hmm. He loves you so much. Um, <laughs> uh, so what are some of the advice that you would give to a young entrepreneur? I would say if you have a dream, if you have a goal, write it down. Um, write every aspect of your entrepreneurship down. Write the name from the what you want to sell or what you want to, like whatever you want to do involving your business, write it down. And then also be consistent. Because there's going to be days and nobody's going to buy your product or there's going to be days nobody calls your phone and wants to know this, this and that. But stay consistent because like if God's hand is on it, there is, you know what I mean? Like it's going to skyrocket. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You don't get a call. Don't worry about it. You don't get a sale. It's going to skyrocket. And just me getting that divine confirmation as far as my business. Like, I don't care if I don't get a sale today. I know that if the Lord said yes, it's going to be a yes. Right. So just um, just stay consistent because like he can give us the blessing, but it's our job to manage it, to manage it and got to manage it with kids, with no kids in school, outside of school, uh, working or not working. You have to do your best to manage it because when the orders start coming in or when, you know, the phone's ringing off the hook, then what? It's going to be too late to try to manage it. It's going to be too late to look on Google to try to figure out, you know, steps <laughs> and ways to get it together. Like, like he's and he's he's calling for it now. So, like, don't wait on it. Like, stay consistent and don't wait on it. Like, if he gives you that confirmation, I mean, the, the next day, write it down, make it plain, like, Stay consistent and pray about the business all day long. <laughs> yeah, like those are my the biggest takeaways I would give to somebody um, that wants to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, no, I mean, you nail on the head like each and everything because that's really what it's about. Mm-hmm. It's not so much about the sales because you, if God's hand is on it, I mean, all you have to do is make sure you're doing your part. And like you said, yeah. just make sure you're managing it and allowing mm-hmm. him to lead and trusting and having faith. Yeah. I think that that is one thing that I have learned um, being um, having my business, the juice business is just mm-hmm. knowing that God is faithful, even if we aren't. Right. But if he mm-hmm. desires for something to take place during and in that business, oh, it's going to happen. But he needs right. our part, you know? Mm-hmm. He takes care of the bills. You just make sure that you're doing what I've called you to do, you know? So um, if you're called to, especially with my business, it's like, okay, when children come in, when people come in, feed my lambs. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. Yeah. So that's what I focus on, on far as my business. Um, I, I, I can't really pay attention to the numbers so much. Like, yes, I want, of course, it to be successful and, and then natural. But I also know that um, I'm not really worried about that because God said it's his. 
in, at the end yeah. of the day. So I, yeah. your name was on the line, sir. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Yes. You know? the yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I just want to make sure that you're glorified, you know, yeah. and the way he is glorified is me being obedient and making sure that his lambs are fed, whatever they do come um, in the, our store. So, yeah. but just being consistent in feeding his lamb. And even in that, like, the funny part about this is like, even I would say beginning of the year, I even wanted to give the business up. I was like, you know, God, like I'm not making this many sales and I don't think I'm making an impact. So like, I kind of just want to give it up, you know, like at this point, you know, I, I, I don't want to worry about it no more. And that, the, you know, lo and behold, I went to sleep and he showed me my beads like on the wall. Like, and I was like, all right, cool. What are we doing? Like, okay, cool. I'll keep it, Lord. You're saying something, so I'll keep it. And um, just even that, like, he cares. You know what I mean? I'm not quite sure yet even how I'm supposed to even manure, maneuver Christ into the business because I'm selling waist beads, I'm selling anklets, I'm selling bracelets. So just even getting more confirmation on that and how I can glorify him in that and the women I come in contact with and treat them with the best you know, respect and even how I can put him in that um, is still a, you know, like a, I'm still processing it, but just knowing that it's a yes from him is I'm, I'm happy about it. Yeah. So what I see is literally his creativity because he is the creator and we were called to create. And that is how you're impacting because you're glorifying him. You're worshiping him because you're putting out your creativity in those beads and how you um, choose to adorn the beads beads and the color and your hands are anointed. Right. So they think that they're just wearing beads, but those are beads are anointed. You know, yeah. and those certain people that do wear those, the anklets and the bill, he wouldn't be able to normally reach those people, but he's right. able to reach those people through you. Yeah. So I think that is very significant of why he wanted you to keep the business. And he's saying, mm-hmm. hey, like I, it's so beautiful. Your relationship with him is so beautiful. I'm sorry, I'm just discerning so much. <laughs> it's just so beautiful because it's like, he cares about your dreams. Like, like he cares about our dreams. And he's saying like, oh yeah, I had, because of myself. And he's just like, no, but my beloved one, mm-hmm. see how beautiful I think that they are. Yeah. Like, don't worry yeah. about that. Just know that you're making an impact and you're glorifying me because you're doing what I put in, in you, which is creativity. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think that's, don't ever give that up. And yeah, I, yeah no, I, it's, it's good. It's good. And Thank I you. believe it will expand even more so than what you think. Yeah. Really soon. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, thank you so much for being on here with me. It's a pleasure. I loved it. So much. Just know, again, God has amazing plans for you. And, of course, I just want to let everyone know that she is also with The Chosen Ones, where we bring the gospel with the power of the Holy Spirit to the urban communities. She is another um, hands and feet um, with us in this amazing project that God has put together um, so you will not be the this will not be the last time you hear from her yes. especially dealing with the chosen ones so can you go ahead and um how can people actually listen to your podcast what platforms and of course your instagram and your 
website? So everyone, I am mainly on Facebook and Instagram. On Instagram, my username is Z.QV. E-E-N. And on Instagram, I have a link where my um, my business page and my podcast is. Just go to the link in the bio. You'll be able to see everything. And on Instagram, you'll be able to find me at Zykeria Moultrie. On there, I have um, definitely some content. Um, the Gospels was ringing out on there. So those are the two places that you can definitely find me, some interaction there. Um, and I will be happy to see you guys. Yes, and I definitely will have the mm-hmm. details of this episode so everyone will be able to physically see how they can definitely reach out to you and, of course, purchase any waistbands and, of course, inputs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do not mind, if you can, if I can get you to close out in prayer, it is my tradition that I have all my co-hosts close out in prayer. <laughs> no problem. Um, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this beautiful day, um, for this amazing, wonderful, spirit-led podcast. God, it was great to talk the gospel and be on one accord with my sister, Amanda, um, to preach about you and to keep your word, to have you in the mix, because Lord, this was definitely an anointed podcast. I absolutely loved it. And Lord, I'm so thankful for um, you giving Amanda the word to even have me on here. Um, This truly blessed me. So I'm so grateful, Father God. Um, I pray that this podcast blesses the listeners and that they're able to take something back to you and God and pray about it and um, that you anoint them and that they also have that divine intervention. Um, as I have, Father God. And Lord, I thank you again for this wonderful day and this beautiful podcast. And in Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Tune in next time when we speak with the next leader or influencer here on The Womb. If you have any questions or prayer requests, please feel free to reach out to me by email at global at dearlybelovedministries.org. May your beautiful soul be at rest and the strength of the Lord most high be upon you.